For an audio version of this review, check out Why Watch That Radio on most podcast providers. And you can give us some love by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. We appreciate your support. So we are checking in with The White Lotus. It is the end of season two. If you don't know, The White Lotus is brought to us by HBO and it's been renewed for a second season. So credit. A third season. Third, you're right, because we're finishing two. So it's been renewed for three. That's the one after. Um, <laughs> let us know how season two ended. Oh, there you go. You know, I can't tell these people how it ended. You know, we got to leave some mystery if you haven't seen it. We don't spoil here at Why Watch That, but it did end. True. Oh. There was an end. Mm. Because remember, at the start of this season, producer, there was a dead body in water. Dead body, yeah. Just like the first season. And it's like, who is the body? Who did it? All of that kind of stuff. Now, this comes to us from Mike White, who's writing and directing here. We have a wonderful cast. Back from season one, we still have uh, Jennifer Coolidge playing Tanya and a bunch of other wonderful actors, including F. Murray Abraham and Megan Fahey, who I just loved her work in this season. Tom Hollander popped up, literally. Yeah, that's Mr. Collins from Pride and Prejudice, you know, Lady Catherine, you know, <laughs> condescends, you know, that Tom Hollander, and a bunch of other wonderful actors. So really, uh, producer, this season comes down to three groups of guests and the people who service them, both those who work at the resort called the White Lotus and those who are from the outside coming in, but they have a profession. <laughs> It's the oldest one. I would tell you that. Mm. Well, one of them does. And she gets her friend in on it, showing her the ropes. And that friend just rides right to the sunset, sunset with it. I would tell you that. That friend, I don't know. She seemed experienced to me. Now, hey, we all have our skills and talents. So let's just go through these three groups of guests. One group is a trio of men, son, father, and grandfather. And this trio is played by Adam DeMarco, the son, Albie. His father's played by Michael Imperioli, yes, from The Sopranos. His name is Dominic. And his father's, the grandfather, is played by F. Murray, Abraham, Bert. And they're there to get to their roots. Their family's from Sicily. What happens when they meet their supposed family? And really, for the three of them, they all have problems with women. Mm. It gets them into so much trouble. I mean, toward the end of this season, producer Granddad hugged one of the professionals. And uh, when that happened, you know, something else happened. He came back and shared it with his family. <laughs> and they were, like, they were like having this moment and all of this. You know, it's ridiculous. The, the son, Albie, You know, he gets roped in with the professionals, wants to give people money. Dad is like, what are you talking about? But dad is on the outs with his wife, Albie's mother, of course, because dad has a problem, an addiction. And you can, you know, imagine what kind. So he needs to get back in with his wife, Candy. Maybe his son can help him. The grandfather certainly won't. Grandfather the whole time, (laughs) F. Mary Abraham the whole time is like, what is it? Why? What did you do? What could it it be? What's so bad? Fix it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, excuse me, dad. Don't act like your marriage is so great. What? 
that's them. Do any of them change in the end? That poor Albie, somebody needs to help him. You don't just give your money away and then, you know, after somebody knocks you down, get back up and ask for more. <laughs> this is not Oliver. I mean, at least in <laughs> Oliver, they didn't let him have more. <laughs> Next group. <laughs> more, please. <laughs> more. <laughs> it ain't food, glorious food here, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. See what happens when you got me recording late, producer. You do this on purpose. <laughs> now, <laughs> moving to our next group. So there are two young married couples, and the husbands went to school together. Are they really friends, though? So let's talk about these two couples. One couple played by Megan Fahey and Theo James. That's Daphne and Cameron. They seem to be easy breezy. Who cares about the ills of the world? Whatever. Whatever agenda you have. Uh Uh-uh. Watching the news? I don't think so. Got better things to do with my time. And the other couple is played by Will Sharp and Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey's in everything now. I mean... Check out Emily the Criminal. It's on Netflix now if you haven't already done so, starring Aubrey. I'll just slip that in here. So their characters' names are Ethan and Harper. And Ethan and Harper, they are all about what's going on in the real world. You've got to worry about people who don't have as much as you do because Ethan has just come into a lot of money. You know, he's very smart. He made a lot of money. So what's that about? You know, they're adults. What's the clash of these two titans? And maybe the carefree couple's got something to teach the uptight couple. What is it? It ends up with people choking people in the water and, you know, infidelity possibly. And Because uh, some of the questions in the show, producer, aren't really answered. We know what the characters think. We don't necessarily see everything. I love it. I love that. Give me room when you're giving me art. That's what we're here for. Give me the space mm-hmm. to make up my own mind. Now. Without me, uh, I'm looking like a professional on camera. I need to talk yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and those I'm, those professionals, I'll come back to them. They worm their way into everybody, everybody. Oh my goodness, literally <clears throat> and figuratively. Now, the final group, of course, Jennifer Coolidge's character Tanya's coming here. She is coming to Sicily with her husband Greg, played by John Grease. He insisted they come to Sicily, and he wanted to spend time with his wife. But she got an assistant, played by Haley Lou Richardson, Portia. He wasn't happy seeing her. So she told Portia, you know, stay in your room. Stay in your room. And, but, but have the phone near you. You know how Jennifer talks. <laughs> Is Portia going to stay in her room? No. She starts meeting all kinds of people. And what happens is it doesn't go well for Tanya and Greg. Greg skedaddles. Seemingly because he's cheating. Tanya's in the dumps. She meets a group of men of a certain persuasion. And the head of these men is played by Tom Hollander. His character's name is Quentin. And Quentin's like, you are great. You're beautiful. We just need to, you know, get you somebody to relax you. Let's have a little party for you. Let's get on this yacht and take you to this wonderful villa. Why not? Now, remember, Tanya is filthy rich. Okay, Daddy Warbucks, Warbucks, watch out. Okay, remember, uh, what was it? Scrooge McDuck and all of them. <laughs> <laughs> watch out. 
Now, when you have that much money, you better watch out. And she really finds that out in this season. I'm not going to tell you how, but in the end, it's all revolving rope and duct tape and a gun. Mm. Mm. And she and her assistant are split up. Why? This assistant has stars in her eyes when she sees the nephew of Quentin. Oh, yes. And, you know, that's about it. What's up with that, though? And remember, somebody here is floating in the water. Now, we also have the servicers. Now, we have the people who work at the White Lotus. And the manager this time is played by Sabrina Impacciatore, Valentina. She's very strict. She's very tight-laced. She doesn't like people talking on the job. In particular, a couple who works right in front of her, you know, greeting the guests. Especially the guy. She's like, no, you need to go. You're talking too much to your female colleague. Mm-hmm. Now, is this really about the rules or is it about something else with her? Because the other servicers coming from the outside, the old professionals, one of them has got her number. Mm-hmm. Because one of them, and her name is Mia, played by Beatrice Grano. She wants to be a singer and, you know, a musician and all of that. And they have a piano at this resort. Why can't she just play the piano and sing? Because they already got somebody. That's why. Well, that might not be acceptable to her. How's she going to worm her way in? It's the manager and the pianist. Okay. And then her good friend who roped her into this. And uh, her good friend. Wait, let me not lose her name. Yes, yeah, Simona Tabasco plays Lucia. Lucia is just looking for any opportunity to get that money. She knows a mark when she sees one. And I, I remember all of these groups are tied into her in some way, really. Mm-hmm. How? And in the end, who wins? Who gets what they want? And is there any growth in these people? Now, with all of that said, producer so far, tell me this. Do you think this is an interesting show? Is this something you'd watch? Because for some reason, you haven't started watching it. <laughs> I have not <laughs> started watching it. However, it does seem interesting. It seems interesting. It seems like maybe I'll binge it over the holiday season or something. And you get two seasons. Look at that. I know. Yeah. Now, comparing the two, I would say the first season is a little more uh, comedic. I put it that mm, way. Mm, it's mm. a little more comedic. This season is more dramatic, but I think that worked. I think that fit this season well. Not that there isn't any comedy. And at the end, it really, like everything just comes up. I think mm-hmm. that Mike ended this beautifully. Not mm. that it's beautiful to watch. It's nasty, right. but it's mm. beautifully done. Because mm-hmm. what Mike has going for him is something I wished all of these writers would have going for them now instead of agendas, he is worried and focused on his characters. Just if you want, you can watch him talk about the show at the end of this season, after the final episode. Listen to what he focuses on, the characters. He talks Mm -hmm. about Tanya, what happened to her, because something's going to have to happen. Mm -hmm. He says, what would be a fitting end for her? It would have to be this, not that. You know, that kind of thing. He follows the That's all I ask about. You set up the character. What would they do in the situation? What makes sense is the question. 
And that's what I love the most about this because humans will human. That's what this show is about. Are yes. people changing? No. And all of you who think you can change, you can't change yourself. You can change your environment, which will give you different op- uh, options for what you can express. But that's about it. And ain't nothing more clear than that in this show, especially in this season. And I don't even know which season I like better. It's that kind of show where one season really is different from the other, but they still make sense from the same theme. Now, everybody talks about it's about rich people and all of that. This is about humanity. If you think it's just about rich people, that says something about you. (laughs) Also, remember, we have the people providing services. That's the whole thing. It's how all of us work together with personalities. And it just so happens when you have rich people, you can amplify it and make it even more entertaining. So that's what's happening here. I think it's a mistake to say it's about this one thing. No, it's about all of humanity. Other people had some ideas about what this season was about, and I was laughing at them. And then in the end, they go, oh, it wasn't about that. No, it wasn't, because this is not an agenda. It's about the characters. All of these people are pieces of work, every single one of them. Now, to end this, Back to the acting. F. Murray Abraham is always a joy. Loved it. The man bumped his head. He had a bandage on top of his head for half of the season. I mean, (laughs) it's just great stuff. Loved him as a standout. Jennifer Coolidge again. Jennifer Coolidge in the final episode was like, I'm going to try to get another Emmy. (laughs) I'm going to try at this final episode. Just this one episode. Just throw that at the voters. (laughs) That'll be it. I can't even say what she was saying because the censors will come get me up. (laughs) <laughs> she, when they were on the yacht you know she's panicked i didn't tell you how that happened she's panicked with you know this group of men she's with separated by uh separated from her assistant she figured some things out about the uncle nephew told the assistant the assistant's not happy all of this stuff is happening she wants to get off of this boat with these men she goes up to you know the captain who doesn't speak english she's like you know do you know these <laughs> Mm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I mean, that was great stuff. Of course, Tom Hollinger's always great. I think everybody here did a wonderful job, but I do want to uh, point out one more person as a standout, and that was Megan Fahey as the you know wife and the carefree couple, because it was so smooth her transitions from dits to aware. You almost miss it where the mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. It will, and I can't tell people how difficult that is to do to make us believe that you're kind of in the air and then you go no this is it <laughs> like anytime somebody would ask about her marriage and that's the other couple each came to her about that separately it would just be a soft switch so it's not like you know in uh superman 3 when she you know says kryptonite or krypton hammer it's not that ridiculous it's very (laughs) subtle (laughs) i just you know what i would nominate her like out of everybody i don't know if people would agree with me but i'm telling you as an actor like what she was doing i was like that i didn't even see the line and i was looking because after the first time she did, I went, oh, that was a beat change. <laughs> and then she switches right back. Oh, wow. Hats yeah. off to her. Hats off to everyone here. I think that this is another uh, win for Mike. I'm looking forward to season three, which might be somewhere in Asia. 
So we'll see what happens there. And now the producer's going, hmm, maybe I am going to watch this when I have an hour to pay attention to something. Look at that. Yes. So that's it, producer. Uh, uh -huh. Tell the people again how they can reach out to us because you know where to find the White Lotus, HBO, HBO Max. Yes, yes, yes. And if you want to reach out to Why Watch That, it's whywatchthat.com. Um, why Watch That on all of the social media platforms and also anywhere that you can listen to us on podcasts. So that you don't miss an episode, remember to like, share, or subscribe. And we will be back with more reviews on what's happening on TV and movies. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.